Let's all go to the lobby. 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 To get ourselves a Hello everyone and welcome back to Cinema Shakedown, the weekly podcast that functions as a grab bag for all things film. I'm your host, Kyle Craigbaum. And I'm your other host, Jordan Dennis. And this week, we are going to be talking about the new Ridley Scott historical epic, The Last Duel, as well as Halloween Kills, the sequel to the 2018 Halloween, which erased the entire timeline and is a sequel to the original. And oh, what's we, that? Are joined, what's that, Kyle? we are joined. We have a guest in the studio. Our 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 most recurring guest. Our most requested guest. Our most recurring guest because all of our other guests have only been one time. Exactly. Except but, Charlie Wade, who was two times. The motherfucking MVP. But right here is the goat. All right, this is the Tom Brady of featuring on our podcast. Harsh Jazzwall, baby. Hey, Thank you so much for the introduction. That warms my heart, and as a, it's always a pleasure to be back on the podcast. Wonderful, wonderful. You, how, how you doing, man? Got, got anything going on? Just kind of just trying to survive. Faux you know shows. Um, yeah, no, I, I heard that shit. Um, so I assume you you talked earlier to us about how busy you were. So I'm assuming you haven't seen anything else other than I saw Endgame a couple nights ago. Oh, nice. And it hit really hard because I haven't seen it since theaters. Like, yeah. whenever it came out, it's good, it's man. Good There's some like. Good, like the non like big scenes, like the yeah. smaller character moments, they really hit hard in Endgame. That that is a movie that earns its fan service. It's good stuff, like, man. It, I forgot how good it was. One of my favorite dramatic scenes is the scene where like Paul Rudd goes to like the memorial and he's trying to, Looking and then he like daughter. goes to his daughter. Yeah. That's like he, he's great in that I, scene. I, really I, great. I, that's actually Paul my Rudd. favorite performance of Paul Rudd as Ant Man is in that movie. Nice. I think he's really good. I yeah. actually think uh, very good. I, I think like. It's kind of evident how how much how much less patient Marvel is now because Endgame really felt like it had been like this this like really like like rewarding crawl to this like a, tw- a ten year build like it felt yeah. like it was building to this big thing and now it feels like they're trying to to rush to the oh next... shit multiverse yeah multiverse. exactly oh, fucking Endgame really did feel like the end well yeah. it, it did set up things, the season like finale the, the series it, finale yeah, yeah everything else just kind of just feels like all right well. Okay. Like I, I guess we'll see what they're getting to, but yeah, everything, everything else thus far has been kind of like, is it like really, this is what we're doing. Yeah. All right, like, um, yeah, I agree. Have you seen anything else, Mr. Dennis? I watched Peter Jackson's King Kong. <laughs> How many times have you seen Peter Jackson's King's Kong? In, King's, King's King's Kong Kong, Kong? King Kong's, Kong's Kong Kong when, when, when your king is Kong, um, in like my lifetime or just. Like in recently. the last like five years. In the last five years, maybe like three or four times. Yeah. Um, you really like. Yeah, this movie's movie. awesome. It is. It's 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 a very um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like I, I watched it at a very young age, very impressionable young young Jordan, and and ever since I saw it in theaters, uh, all all three and three hours and seven minutes of it, I love it. The whole thing, the the extended version too. It is it it um. It captures a very specific kind of old Hollywood cheese mm. that I don't think anyone really goes for anymore. Like, it's very earnest and sweeping in a way that I think uh, a lot of, like, big studio blockbusters, like, just aren't these days. Yeah. Uh, the performances are really good across the board. I don't think Jack Black gets enough credit for this movie. He is so goddamn good as uh, Carl Denham, the, the director who kind of... 
spearheads the events in the film, and, and he, he's so like, like he's he's just very desperate. He's always trying to like get get up one up on people and shit. But the best performance in the movie, by far, Andy Serkis as King Kong. Yeah, uh, that performance still to this day comes across as so like soulful and emotive for a giant CGI monkey. But it is it, it's. Thoroughly impressive what they did with that character. I might like that performance better than him as Gollum. Really, like really, realistically, and, and and that is coming from someone who thinks the Lord of the Rings movies are perfect. Listen, like, listen, I um, I'll praise Andy Serkis later. He's still on my shit list for Venom Two. Hey, hey, hey! Yeah, his name hasn't been on any of the marketing. I, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm sure he did his best, and I'm sure he did a good job. <laughs> his poo poo poopy shit garbage movie. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty bad. Pretty bad. Um, what do you have to say for yourself, Andy? Right into the show. Um, <laughs> you know you're listening. Um, I, yeah. I want to take this time early on to say, because we fucked this up our last recording, and we tried to do it in the middle, and we're like, fuck it, we'll do it next week. From now on, we're just going to do letterbox ratings. Yeah, so we, five deci- out of five. we decided yeah, that our, our new it's scores easier, are going to be right? out of five. We simplif- <laughs> Listen, as, as the show evolves, and as we evolve as hosts... So much, so so must elements of the show as well. So now we've we've picked a new streamlined scoring system. Um and yeah, yeah, and we we rate everything on Letterbox anyway. That's where we're there for all the time for exactly. Film. So, so it, just do plus it out of five. We would be talking, be like, yeah, I gave this movie a ten, and I'm like, well, wait, like, like it's a five on that, and they're like, no, on this, so it just so so much miscommunication. So just, so yeah. Letterbox one or half star to five with like half half numbers. Yes. You know how Letterbox works. That being said, Peter Jackson's King Kong is a four and a half out of five. There we go. It is <laughs> it, it is a banger. Eternally, if you haven't watched it since it came out, I highly recommend uh, revisiting is it, it. Is it vulgar altruism? I don't think anything will bring me as much joy in life as watching that giant gorilla smack those fucking T Rexes around. <laughs> That's a that fight scene is is orgasmic. It's biblical. Better, That's, than, better than anything in Kong Skull Island. You are absolutely right, yep. and that's coming from someone who does not hate Kong Skull Island. But I, compared to compared to Peter Jackson's King Kong, yeah, it's it's like. It's like apples and oranges. Um, yeah, great movie. Cool. I didn't see anything else this week. That's fair. I worked. Yeah. And also, I apologize if I sound weird today. My, I'm super. Mm, I'm very. Weather. I'm very congested right now. We got a we got a sick boy powering through it for <laughs> listen, here for you, the people. Listen, the weather's changing. We're changing. Yeah, We're changing. <laughs> Kyle, your body is changing. Okay, you're gonna be experiencing some new sensations. Feel the vibrations. <laughs> Is that why I was bricked up watching Halloween? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shout out Judy Greer. Yeah, Judy Greer. Um, so because so Harsh here, uh, he has not seen the last duel. So we're gonna start there, um, and then work our way to the Halloween. He's on because he is the biggest fan of the Halloween franchise. Oh yes, I've seen every, all twelve now. For good or worse, but uh, um, I'm I'm a huge fan. I meant to watch the, like most of them this week, and then just kind of couldn't. Like with oh, like, yeah. like I I definitely I planned it out. I was like I'm gonna sit like sit before through before kills next year. We can want we can do before like ends. a full. Ends. Sorry, sorry, ends before yeah. ends next year. We can do a full it's series. We'll, we'll have you on for the series. It's a good time, sure, man. It's sure. a good time. Get, also, we, also it was tough because. Uh, there's so many movies coming out this month. We we don't have time to like. October, slot yeah, in. no. October yeah. is stacked, so it's it's. I think it's mostly new releases on the show from from here till the end. Till the, the end of the year, yes. absolutely. So we're starting 
with Ridley Scott's The Last Duel, his first film since 2018. 2017? All the Money in the World? It was, it was All the Money in the World and Alien Covenant. The That's same, 2017. Uh, the same Ridley year. Scott is like the most prolific filmmaker today. The way, he has two movies coming out this year. Yeah. He has Last Duel, House of Gucci. The man knows how to make movies. He treats his crew not like, very well. Not only two movies, two like big like awards contenders that are that are get well. I, I guess people should have seen, but um, you know that, yeah. that, that at least people have been like talking about and are excited for. Like he he's an auteur that can still make a film that like gets people excited and and you know gets gets people if you wanting would, to see it. I guess if you ignore Alien Covenant. If you ignore Alien <laughs> Covenant, um. I'll ask you guys, what did you think of The Last Duel? Well, uh, before we do that, let's do a little, like, a plot Give give a little plot rundown. Okay, so The Last Duel concerns the the last recorded judiciary duel to the death in France. It is set in the, like, the 1380s or something like that in medieval France. During the Crusades. John... Decar, Decar, how do you pronounce De- it? Decarou? Decarouche? Uh, oh, no. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon uh, plays a a squire for a French lord. He is kind of like he's a good fighter, and he's a he's you know he's, he's a noble dude, but he kind of always gets like stepped on. He's kind of always gets like second place. Like he's never really had his moment to shine. Like and, bad luck, Brian. And really, he he really. It's like bad luck, Brian. And, Dude cannot catch a fucking break. And his friend, at least at the beginning of the story, Jacques Legree. Jacques Legree, uh, Adam, Adam Driver. Driver um, and the friendship turns uh, sour. Kind of sours because over time. Adam Driver is clearly the favorite of the kingdom. Uh, Pierre is the lord they serve. That's Ben Affleck. He kind of favorites Adam Driver and starts gifting him all these things, and Matt Damon keeps getting left with with all this stuff. So, a, so a rivalry starts to form between them. But and then, Matt Damon does pick up a wife, though. Matt Damon does marry the the lovely uh, Jodie Comer, playing uh, Ma- Marguerite, Marguerite uh, Lacruche. Is that how you say it, Lacruche? S- yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Uh, yeah, you know, French people. Um, <laughs> and so after that happens, Adam Driver starts to covet his wife. Stuff happens, and then uh, accusations are made towards Adam Driver. Uh, you know, uh, we, we will get into, into spoilers, but uh, but uh, but he he might have uh, assaulted uh, uh, Marguerite, and so Matt Damon so challenges is, him to a duel to the to death. To a duel to the death, and the, uh, it's hard to talk about this without. Is it, I mean, spoil- that's pretty- is it a spoiler to say the structure of it? I mean, we can get into spoilers now. We can give our scores. That's the plot rundown and then... But I don't want to do a full spoiler. So, okay. Why spo- not? <laughs> spoiler free. What'd you think of it? Yeah, it's awesome. It's fucking great. Uh, it's gorgeous to look at. Uh, it sounds terrific. Yeah, it does. Terrifically acted across the board. Uh, Adam Driver and Jodie Comer are the standouts. Ben Affleck. Maybe one of the biggest surprises of the year. He's, He's fu- funny. funny as fuck. The movie is surprisingly funny. Like it's surprisingly lighthearted in spots more than until I, and, m- until more than I was expecting. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's compelling, pretty thoroughly, like throughout. Like it never really loses steam. Um, I, I I don't think it's a spoil spoiler to talk about it. So so the way the story is structured 
And I assume the book it's based on is structured in the same way, because it kind of feels like that would be the way a, a novel of this would be structured. Yeah. Is that each act essentially recounts the same series of events for the most part. But from different characters' perspectives. But from different characters' perspectives. So the first part is Matt Damon's perspective, where he is kind of like, he's a lot nobler then, like he kind of makes he kind of makes himself out to seem a little more like chivalrous and heroic than you find out he really is later. Uh, Adam Driver's segment obviously makes himself look a lot better than uh, than he does, and then in the end you get uh, Marguerite's segment as, as which is presented as the objective truth the of objective like what actually truth. happened. That's yeah, awesome. This movie's great. Um, I didn't like it quite as much as you. I still thought it was a very good movie. Yes, indeed. Um, part of what holds me back from this is just. The historical drama genre is sometimes, I find it a bit hard to get into, like, the two and a half hour period See, piece. I had a, uh, uh, after summer 2019, I had a Game of Thrones shaped hole in my heart Yeah, that, uh, that just got filled by Ridley Scott. What I will say, I agree with you, it's so refreshing to see a big budget blockbuster that look that shot on location I, and with sets. I and just costumes. I, I want to gush about all of the, the details put into the production I, I, design. I I I can bet money that it will get costume design and production design. Yes, they're, they're they're incredible. Uh, a, a huge waste of money apparently, but um, <laughs> um it's gritty as fuck. It's violent. It's, uh, the, it's there's mean. A, there are some there are some action scenes kind of parcelled through. Very shaky of, like, and combat. like dirty. But it's 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 like grimy and and bloody. Like it's very it's very visceral. There's crunch to it. I remember know, before it started, I was like, I, I didn't know. I was like, is this movie R rated? And then five yeah, minutes and in, Matt it's just slicing through dudes and like, I was like John I was, Wick. I was like, oh okay. Like, okay, cool. Yeah, it is R rated. All right. Um, I I think that. It gets better as it goes along. I think some of the editing is a bit awkward for a bit because it's such a trun it's truncating. Well, such there's a, a lot large... of people going like like to different like cities and stuff, and so like it has to truncate the story a lot. clearly takes place over a very long time. But yes, it has to kind of condense that into into a more digestible. So it's time. a bit a weird at first. You're like, oh, once you uh, kind of get into the groove of it, it gets better. Mm -hmm. But like at first, it can be kind of jarring to be like, well, okay, wait, hang on, now we're here. Um. um yeah, I mean, uh, what else can we get into without spoilers? It just, I guess, um, the characters, they're like, there's such interesting dynamics going mm -hmm. on, especially when Very you well see, written. Especially when you see the other sides. Yes, like, like you'll see, there will be kind of like pieces left out uh, from one person's story that kind of, the gaps kind of get filled in, mm. and like the other one's story and everything, and so like, like the story, like really comes together like not organically as the, as the the movie progresses and and it is worth it for the titular last duel which is one of the best sequences of the year for my sure. favorite my favorite fight scene of the year by far it's so nasty and dirty they're just beating the snot out of each other in the mud and it's oh it's so good um is there anything you're wondering about it harsh uh the pacing, how was the two hours and what, Surprise, it, it is surprisingly breezy. I think that structure really keeps it interesting because when... You're constantly you, getting, like, well, new You'll insights. see, like, like a, a, a dialogue sequence occur in the first act, and then, like, oh, like, a character will be like, oh, okay, I'm going to see this person, then you won't see it happen, but then the next act will happen, and then you'll see, like, that character having gone and talked to this person because it's their POV now, and it's... It, it, like you I, said, it's, it always it always is kind of like compelling you along on this right. on this I narrative. Think, I think it's it it 
the pacing gets better. Like the editing, the pacing gets better as more pieces are introduced mm-hmm. as it goes on. It's almost intentionally kind of confusing at first. Huh. A little bit. To get like, into the flow. Like, to kind of, like, figure... Like, you're... It's almost like the movie is presenting the evidence to you. Okay. And is, like, you have to piece it together as the movie's going on. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Um, and, and eventually the movie just outright shows you what happened. Like, like it, it's not, like, a mystery for long or anything, but, um... Um... But, but for that first, like, like third, it, it is kind of like, you're kind of like, okay, well, like, they said this, and then It and is, that. according, uh, online, a bit controversial. We can talk about that in spoilers. Yeah, I've, I've heard, like, the inciting incident of the last yes. school is a yeah. little, Yeah, um, it's a, it's a, uh, something. But we'll, we we'll get, get into it. it. Do we want to give our scores real quick, and then we'll talk about spoilers? I am going to give this a very solid four out of five. It was it was very enjoyable. It is uh, a it's totally worth seeing on the big screen. Not that anybody has. It's going to be out of theaters by like next weekend. Is it on any like streaming? Thing no, or no just it, it flops so goddamn hard. Yeah. I'm so sad. It'll be on streaming soon because of how hard it flopped. Mm. Yeah, this is a five. Uh, this movie's terrific. Yeah. I, I it's his it. first five of it the is year. My first five of the year, baby. <laughs> Um, yeah, but definitely be on the lookout for that to come back during, uh, end of the, end of the year awards and stuff. Definitely. We will be talking about this, I feel like, oh, at the end of the year. Most definitely. So, spoilers. Spoilers. Uh, uh, n- not much to spoil, um, uh, the, I guess you want to hop in the controversy? Well, we'll address the elephants in the room. So the inciting incident to the movie is that Marguerite, uh, Matt, Matt Damon's character's wife is raped by Jacques Legree, Adam Driver's character, and she uh, tells Matt Damon about it. And then the the story, the, the theme of the story at its core is about like male ego and everything, and how they kind of like take the control of the situation away from her a little bit, and and like her life is on the line because when he challenges Adam Driver to the duel. If he dies, if Matt Damon dies and, like, loses the duel, she will also be killed and executed because uh, there's... <sighs> Bad French law. I don't want to say it's it's a funny scene, but there's that scene where she's kind of on trial and they're talking about, it's, like... It's uncomfortable. It's, it's, it's uncomfortable, like, because it's just, like... Like, we really thought like that back in the day where yeah. they talk about how, we. like... Well, well, like, humanity, you know? Humanity. White people, like, yeah. you know, fucking... But, uh, it's like, but it's like she's sitting there trying to answer questions, and they're like, uh, did you provoke him? Like, oh, oh. Did, you, did you orgasm? Like, like oh, if, if, you, if you God. had, if you were pleased by it, then it was... And it's just... It's oh. just so and, deeply and it's so And it's so uncomfortable, but, but you see it, you're like, we were people But it's not like a that. way that the movie is condoning. Like, clearly Jodie Comer is always in the right in the movie. Yeah. Like, the movie is always on her side. Okay. People, this movie hates people like that, for it, sure. It really yeah. does. Like, and, it, it, and especially you can tell the last third was written by a woman. Is it just, like, when it shows, like, scenes like that, is it just showing kind of, like, the absurdity of how... Yes, it is. Yes, okay. it's exactly... Like, it's showing, gotcha. it's showing just how ridiculous, like, our, our understanding... Of that, like kind of crime, like was back in that and end how, of the day, and I think it's it's almost making a comparison to modern day of of how oh it's, it's yeah, so the, hard for people to believe women. It's always been for some mo- reason. This movie like oozes the, like the Me Too movement. It feels like a movie born of this of this era, even though it's a story from mm-hmm. a true um, a true story. Like, but the controversy is. They kind of show the rape scene twice in two of, in two different perspectives. They show it in Adam Driver's section, and then they show it in Jodie Comer's section. And in section. his, it's more romanticized. Like she's like, no, but in his per, in his mind, like, like she kind of he, he sees it. himself as more of like a dashing hero, and like he's, but like, 
it makes sense why it's doing that narratively because he is telling it from his perspective. So he is making himself seem... And then the ugly truth is revealed in her section. And it's, it's, a, it's more graphic. To it's be a little fair more... to me, I don't think it's tasteless. I Honestly, I don't agree with the, I don't agree with the criticism. I think if you don't... It's... If you don't see it happen, a lot of the story loses some of that emotional punch if it's just implied. Because, like, I I think... I don't know, like, it, it really it really just drives that, like, kind of, like, sorrow and tension and that desperation, like, of, of her trying to, like, prove, like, what happened. Like, we, like, the audience knows for a fact it happened. Mm-hmm. So we are always on her side about it, you know what I mean? The, the movie never makes that... If there's one thing the movie never obfuscates, it's that that happened, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, um, but yeah, I think it, it's like, it's the entire, like, it, like, it's the inciting incident, like, without it, the whole movie around it, I think, kind of falls apart, and, yeah. and I think movies aren't made for everyone, they shouldn't be made for everyone, if something like that is going to upset you, trigger you, trigger yeah, you yeah. Maybe just sit this one out. Like I, I don't, I don't want to sit here and say that a movie should compromise its artistic vision to make people comfortable. Um, I, I, just, I agree. But and I think I agree. And I think you lose as as uncomfortable and unpleasant as it is. Like that's intentional, obviously. Like you're not supposed to feel good watching that scene. And I think without it, yeah. you lose a lot of the emotional heft of the movie. Yeah. And like I said, like if, if that's something that like it's 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 hard to watch, like very much by design. So if that is something that is just gonna make you uncomfortable, yeah, maybe maybe I, I know I just complained this bombed and no one saw it, but it's not maybe for everyone. Pay, it really isn't. It is not a movie for everyone. It's a very long, talky historical drama about about a about a woman and touchy subject and I touchy about trying to like you know prove like, her innocence prove her innocence and everything so it, it and it hits home a lot for a lot of stuff going on today like mm. you know a lot a lot of women like coming forward and stuff like that I think it's a very poignant <laughs> and it's a very timely movie it's a thing I think it's it's a movie for the moment you know what the, I mean uh, the the rape scenes are less offensive than just the fact that Ben Affleck wrote a Me Too movement movie, which... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I see the the perspective that this movie is a little dubious because it's Matt Damon and Ben Affleck trying to save face in in the face of, of accusations and stuff. But I'm, gl- I think, I'm very glad a woman wrote the final film. Yes, like, but, but clearly this movie is so much... Even if this movie is that, it's that and so much more. Like, it's not just that, clearly. No. And it's... It's a terrific screenplay. Obviously, it's it's the first thing they've written together since Good Will Hunting, isn't it? It's it's a terrific screenplay. Uh, like I said, Ben Affleck, big surprise, very funny in the movie. He's just this fucking drunk, like whoremonger uh-huh. lord. He but he's but he's great. He's got a dumb haircut. So yeah, uh, four out of five, five out of five, five out of five. I I thought it was powerful. I thought it was it was awesome and if if we're talking about spoilers, I'll just say in the last duel. Uh, oh. Maybe. There is uh, my favorite. Do you, do you care about, about? No, no, go ahead. There is a uh, there is a kill in the end. I I I mean, you can probably guess who loses that duel, but um, yeah. Well, if you're talking spoilers, go ahead and say. All right, so they're they're fighting in the end. You know, they're they're knocking dra- knocking down drag down the dirt. Matt Damon has uh has like the knife to Adam Driver's uh. throat, and he's like confess, and Adam Driver's like there was no rape, and then he gets him on the ground. And he fucking, uh, he knees the back of Adam Driver's head into the oh. knife. And I remember and we it, both were like... And it, and it goes Yo! right through his mouth. Oh, like, out the, out the... 
and it's like one of the craziest kills. One of the most kills. satisfying character deaths I've ever seen. Wow. He is such a despicable slime bag yeah, in yeah. that whole movie, and it's yeah, yeah. it's a, a, a one of the most like I just I just remember the wave of relief washing over <laughs> me. Like fu- I'm so glad that this person is not on the earth anymore. Uh, yeah, I remember you cheering because like there's a point where you think ben, Matt Damon's gonna die. Oh, yes, he grabs an axe and just hits the back of his. Late oh, and yeah. it's like yes, it is. It is a yeah, it's a nasty fucking fight, but it's so cool. Um, Ridley man, he's got it. With I that. thought the ending was really was really touching with her and she, like she's watching Matt Damon's like son and her, her and Matt Damon's kid at the end, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of that shot that like lingers on her like watching the kid, yeah, and everything. Right. Like it's it's a nice kind of like payoff, like touching like touch touchstone. Yeah, yeah. The movie's great. Awesome movie. It's awesome. My my favorite of the year so far. It's uh, it's good. Yeah, it's awesome. It's very good. But now, now we get to what we brought you in for, Harsh. Uh, so yes. <clears throat> I want to ask you, like, when did your uh, love for like the Halloween franchise begin? It was around um, fall of 2019. I oh, got okay. the chance to watch the original 1978 Halloween in theaters. Oh, nice! I, yeah, and I was like, yeah, I'll go. I've heard, I've always heard it's a classic. Yeah. I sat down and I watched it, and Literally, to me, the movie is pure perfection. I was so happy with it. I was, like, it just felt timeless. It was like, this is just, like, when people ask, like, what what's my favorite movies, a few always rotate. This is one of, them. one of them. I love this movie, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to give the entire franchise a chance. And I <laughs> Maybe a mistake. <laughs> you know what? It's not a mistake, because... You also love two, don't you? Halloween 1 is amazing. Halloween 2 is great. And then it gets off the rails. No, Season of the Witch is great. But Halloween is one of, if not my favorite franchise, just because it's just, like, the story of Michael Myers just bringing terror to the small Midwestern town, and it's just, like, a loss of innocence. Michael Michael Myers is consistently the most compelling of of the 80s, 70s slash. There's something more uh, tangible about him than, like, Jason. The fact that he's just a dude who who is just, like, his... The lack, of no, like, the lack of motivation is what gets me. It's just, he's just a force of nature. Exactly. That is just compelled to kill. Man or myth, it's just that's it. so like, compelling. There's no understanding Michael Myers. He is, and that's, uh, we'll get into it, but that is one of the things I love about that's these the That's the idea Halloween behind films. the shape, yeah. Yes. And going through the entire franchise, I was getting kind of tired of it, not at the end. But then we get to David Gordon Green and Danny McBride's 2018 soft reboot. Insane that that's a Danny McBride joint. To me, the the 2018 um, sequel reboot is almost on the same level of the 1978 version. Yes, sir. The the energy, the love for this the story, the love of the Strode family, the the story of trauma and generational trauma. Just if I. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. I, you, you were going off. I was just going to say the the love that this movie has for Laurie Strode and her yeah, family. Yeah, it does. A lot of respect and, and, uh, for this franchise. And it just pays off. It's in the ending scene, mm-hmm. really gets me. And it just, honestly, the I whole get third really, act is awesome. I get really movie. emotional at the end. And it's like the way it ends is fucking powerful. And if this franchise ended with that scene, it would have been a perfect, perfect send-off. Yeah, but of, get, yeah. But now we get Halloween Kills, yeah. my most anticipated, or second anticipated movie of the year. For sure. And, um, 
Yeah, let's let's dive into okay. Halloween okay. kills. Okay, well, let, let's. Well, I'm gonna, I guess we'll give our, our thoughts on on Halloween 2018. And I want to. No, you're good. No, no, yeah. I'll have my opinion first and only. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I want to back up for a minute and give one of my hottest takes. Oh my oh, god. Good god. This shit. (laughs) I know, I know. Jordan and I have talked about this at length. I don't love the original Halloween. Mm, Uh, No, I get it. I get it. I don't. Explain (laughs) yourself. Um, I think, to me, Halloween feels like a very average slasher propped up by John Carpenter's amazing direction and his amazing score. Mm -hmm. It's shot fantastically, and that score is perfection. I don't like the, any of the characters. I don't like the, the performances, besides Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm-hmm. And besides that, it just feels, you know, I'm not able to get into it as much. I don't dislike the movie. I just, it's not a classic to me. It's so to breezy me. that when I watch it, I, I don't have time to realize I don't like the characters by the time the killing is happening. Like, Most of the movie is just vibes. Yeah, it, 19, it really is. 1978 vibes, it's high just, schooler smoking. Oh, that's just fair. vibes. It's that's fair. get murdered to like an hour into the, or 45 minutes, an hour into the movie. The movie is just, it's just vibes. I, I remember the first time I watched it, uh, that shot that sticks out of my mind is the one of her. Uh, and, and he's behind her in the door, oh, in the doorway, God, and that yes. shot is like seared into my head forever. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Good shit, good shit. I think my favorite one is when he sits up in the closet behind her. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. Such an ama- it's such an yeah. amazing... She stabs moment. him in the eye with a coat hanger. Um, that... Oh, know, sorry, I was just gonna ask, uh, what do you guys think about 2018? That uh, being Halloween? said... I prefer the 2018 one. Yeah, I respect that because I, it is fucking phenomenal. I do not think it's as good. I think it's a little, it's a little sillier. It's a, it's a little more tonally inconsistent than the original. That makes the sense. original strikes a tone and sticks with it pretty much throughout. I think there are some kind of modernizations with like the, some stuff they they try. Uh, that's not to say all like the humor or anything is bad. Uh, what's the kid? Oh yeah, uh, the, kid. the kid, the kid from the 2018, oh, Julian. Yeah, hilarious. Ah, uh, he's he's awesome in and that when, movie. And when you see him at first, you're like, oh god, the fucking annoying ass kid character. And he's immediately the funniest part of the movie. Um, if we're talking about great shots that I love, that that oneer, I don't know if it's a real oneer. Oh, or it if is. It's a phone yeah, that's right. They did that like eight times. Man, it it's is, a great oneer. It's so good. Wait, um, uh, it ends with him like like. The, oh, the bit where he, where he looks in the window yeah. and then you just see him like walk around and it's just oh it's so good. The thing about this movie where is where they go wrong as, as someone who's oh. <laughs> as someone who's not connected to the Halloween franchise and not even that connected to slashers, it's like not even anywhere close to like my favorite horror subgenre. Mm-hmm. This is a very satisfying movie. Mm-hmm. It's just fun. Like it's fun and satisfying, and the kills are all great, practical. There's a head stomp that's crazy. Oh, yeah. Dr. Spoiler. Bertain. Sorry, spoilers. Carves a man's Spo- head, hollows a man's skull, and then turns it into a jack-o'-lantern <laughs> because Michael Myers is an extra bitch like that. You mentioning the doctor, though, I think that shit's so dumb. That whole doctor twist is so stupid. That's, I, that's the com- constant complaint. I was telling him earlier, I think that's a brilliant joke because I remember <laughs> being in the theater when that happened and he puts on the mask and I'm like... Oh god, because you know how like soft reboots always try to like throw in like a like a like a subversion like that, and then like thirty seconds later he's killed by Michael Myers. Perfect. It's like an intentional bit to kind of bait and switch the audience into thinking the movie's gonna do something stupid. I just wish I liked it more. That's fair. And also the teenager stuff doesn't work as well as the uh, the like Laurie Strode stuff for me. They're not they're not in it a 
They're not a whole bunch. And you know what? I will say this movie cuts to the fucking chase. Yeah, it does. Like there's like 30 minutes of exposition. There's that great scene with the reporters getting murdered yeah. in the bathroom. The like the first real kill. Yeah, kill it's of so the movie. good, so brutal, so this the scene the editing is. It's executed so well. Yeah, yeah. 2018 is so well crafted. I can't and believe it's, it's the same just, editor. <laughs> it's uh, so well done. Um, and the third act in general, I don't love Judy Greer in it always, but she does have the best moment in the, the movie. She has the best moment in the whole movie. The, the gotcha yeah, okay, moment. Good, good, because that's my favorite moment it's in the whole movie. It's so good. Uh, it's so good. The, the third act in just general, it makes you happy that you're watching I'm pretty it. sure like, that happened in theaters and out loud I went woo yes sir <laughs> it, it is a very very crowd pleasing moment and I, I loved every single second of yeah it. honestly you're right if the movie had ended this one with like Michael's death kind of ambiguous yeah like, yeah and, like, and you never see him stone. leave the house but there is that shot of the house where yeah. you're kind of like he's not in there anymore is he and like you get the shot of the three generations of Strode women having mm-hmm. gone through this wave of terror in the knife in um, yeah, yeah. the granddaughter. I do hand. love that. That, oh, that it's closing. beautiful and it really ties a bow. On I it. like the updated uh, credits, which is the pumpkin yeah. rotted, and then it's like in reverse. In, in, yeah, it comes back to life. It's, it's yeah, the yeah, image cool. of Michael in the pumpkin and everything. Two things. Updated. I, his updated score is good too. Yeah. I was yeah, just about to say two things. This movie. Do, this movie does that. I really like. There's that sound effect in the score that sounds like a chainsaw going off. Oh, it's like right. every time, right. and I'm like, that's that feels very Rob Zombie. I'm glad <laughs> that, I'm glad that got taken over. And the second thing is, I love that you only ever kind of see Michael's face. Oh yeah, it's very like it's like on the verge of seeing his profile, it's, but not really. It's never done in like an over the top way where like he's always walking in front of like like fruits and shit, <laughs> like for yeah. that block of space. But like you can tell he's a person, but just like. Something off about this guy. I have guy, to, you I know have to say, I, mean? I do laugh every time that kid gets on the bus and accidentally just shoots the dog <laughs> and so runs funny. away. It's so it's funny. So funny. That is very good. Least funny gag in the movie is those two cops talking about sandwiches. Yeah. That goes on for like three minutes too long. I like it. <laughs> I don't mind. And then it. he immediately gets get fucking murdered. slaughtered. Um, the, the kills in this one are very good. Ripped to Toby Huss. He dies like a bitch. He gets his fucking uh, gets choke slammed by Michael. The husband. He's uh, you ever watch King of the Hill? Yeah, he's uh he's the voice of Khan and, oh, and, and Cotton on King of the Hill. He's great in Cop Shop, uh, a movie that just came out with oh, okay. Gerard Butler and Frank Grillo. Oh, yeah, he, he plays a part in it. He's very good. Uh, off topic, but yeah, no, the the kills in this one are fucking nuts. Where where my complaint falls, it's not even with the the movie. I just. It's not one that I ever remember. Like I yeah, watch it, enjoy it, and then like a like a week later, I only remember like bits of it. One of my oh, favorite okay. horror movies of the last five ten years. One of, say. if not my like to me, it's like right underneath uh, 1970. I'm glad. I'm. I'm certainly fun. not offended it's, by it, that. Every anyone loves it. It is a lot of fun. I, Genuinely, I, one of my favorite films. I very and that's. I'm glad for you, man. Four out of five. Uh, three and a half out of five. I enjoy this one. Five out of five. Say it louder for the people in the back. Oh, uh, the original to five, also. Oh, yes. Like, obviously, yeah. Three. Mm. I throw my phone at you. <laughs> Three out of five. Um, although I didn't rewatch it for this. It's been it's been years. So maybe it maybe it'd be maybe it'd be different. Alright, let's get <laughs> let's get into let's get into this fucking movie. Should we give a little plot synopsis for Halloween Kills? If yeah. you'd like to, sure. Sure, sure. Go, on. Go so, for it. Halloween Kills picks up 
immediately after the events of Halloween 2018. Yep. Very glad I rewatched the, uh, uh, the 2018. Yeah. And um, of course, we see the return of Michael Myers once again. And um, we see the Strode women are recovering from the events of the last film. Mm -hmm. And what this film really does it focuses on Haddonfield and the town itself and how the, t the town reacts to the return of Michael Myers and not just the Strode women and kind of just this mass hysteria of what are we going to do? How are we going to end this evil once and for all? Yeah. And um, this movie focuses on a lot of different characters. Um, even though it's not as well crafted as the 2018 one, Say that again. it's, it's still <laughs> a good time for me, but, um, I'll open it up to you guys first. This movie's dick cheese. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I, I don't know where it all went wrong. Mm. The problem is that the filmmaking is just such a big step down. If it, it, it's like night and day. Between oh, the wow. two movies, I, I think I think the editing, absolutely no pun intended, kills this movie. It is it is so. This is gonna be an interesting discussion. It's choppy. Yeah. And it's it's like the first Halloween twenty eighteen is such a patient, like methodical slow burn, and this one just jumps around to to events like that have no real connection or consequence to one another. Like it, like like the first half, the first one always feels like it's going somewhere. Like, like this one just kind of feels like it doesn't really know what to do. I have a theory about this movie that David Gordon Green and Danny McBride went to the studio and pitched two Halloween movies. Halloween and Halloween Ends. And they were like, yeah, we have this really great two-movie arc. You know, it's going to be really satisfying and everything. And the studio was like, great. You know what makes money? Trilogies. Can you can you add an awkward middle film in there that's uh, that is of really no consequence to any of the characters until like the last thirty seconds when something actually happens that's of any relevance? I just yeah I the movie just it scrambles it struggles to justify its own existence. See everything that you just said is correct. I agree with you. <laughs> But I think this movie is a beautiful, chaotic mess, and I cannot get more of it. I love this movie. It's fucking balls to the wall. It's fucking. It's messy. It's sloppy. It's. It doesn't make much sense, but I love it. I fucking dig this movie. It is brutal. It's nasty. It's mean. It's crude. But I, I will more. say that I will. You know what? I will give this movie credit where credit is due. The kills. For it the lives most up part, to the name. are are pretty awesome. The, uh, slight spoiler, I guess. There's that one kill where he kicks the door. That's my favorite and, kill. Man. Uh, canonically, the only time Michael Myers has ever killed someone with a gunshot. Y yeah, yeah. Um, I agree with that point, but it. Also I just wish gets, they were in a better movie. But it also gets to my problem with it, where I think it just misunderstands the character of Michael Myers, where they're like, it's almost like he's more like a Jason Voorhees type person. I don't like a supernatural Michael, and I think it, it teeters when, on the supernatural because a little actually, bit. Quick yeah. question: At the end of 1978, yeah, do you think Doctor Loomis actually shot him six times, or did he miss six times? Because I think he misses six times. Because I do not see Michael Myers as a mythological being. Before I saw this movie, I would have said he missed. Mm -hmm. But you see Michael in this movie. You he, see him take seven like, bullets, several like, rounds uh, point after getting stabbed in the, the gut. Like, and then he times. just gets up and tanks that uh -huh. shit. You know what? I we I should have. 
prep spoilers. Before we get yeah, you see Michael Myers get shot. You know, we you know before we want to get deeper into the movie, should we give our scores real quick? Uh, I guess before I say my score real quick, I'll just say I thought this was so shoddily edited, so poor, strangely poorly acted, so badly written. I thought the camera work was really sh- un- shaky. I thought the characters are some of the dumbest I have ever seen in a movie in my entire life. Stupid motherfuckers. I thought, yeah, there were some good kills. I'm a sucker for practical gore effects, but was, that's just not enough for me. Did Jamie Lee Curtis have COVID? Is that why they had to keep her in the <laughs> hospital for only like five minutes the whole time? Like, I thought, I thought even characters like Judy Greer are bad, and I even thought the score was worse in this movie. I agree. Yeah, no, every the, the dramatic score, scene is like this, like cheesy, this sappy, sappy like, drama like, music. Uh, it sounds like like uh, like the Young and the Restless. Like, it's, yeah, it's like soap opera piano. Um. There's there's just so many strange decisions. This just feels I it, thought, it feels like filler. There's a whole and that's the problem. Like it feels like the awkward step to get us to the next movie. There's a whole subplot tackling the themes of like mob mentality, mm-hmm. and it just never really goes anywhere in any kind of like, especially with where we end it. Like uh, that did like, the they movie. think that one dude is Michael Myers. The guy, the other, like, psychiatric patient, the dude with the umbrella from the, yeah. from the first movie. Yeah, um, and, yeah it's like... I it's just like, don't know what the movie's trying to say. Is it saying mob mentality is bad? We, like, we know that. <laughs> I don't, like, it just... It somehow feels cheaper than the first one, despite costing twice as much money to make. I just, I, I think or, that, or, I yeah. think that's what, that's what disappointed me the most, is that the filmmaking is such a big step down from mm. the first one, because that first one is so... Like tightly crafted, exactly, it's like the yeah. editing and the cinematography and everything is just on point. And in notch. this, it's just it feels a little more haphazard. It feels a little more shoddy. Like that's that's what kind of feeds into my theory that th- this wasn't the one they planned for. Uh-huh. And so they're kind of like they kind of just have to figure out like, like okay, uh, how can we pad out this runtime? Uh, like, like it's almost some, like a series of yeah. vignettes, which I don't think is a bad yeah, concept. Yeah, it certainly is. It, it's not a bad concept on its own, but if you're gonna do that, then just lean into that. Like if, if if it had, it's either, I think you said this. Yeah. It either needed to be about the two groups, like the boyfriend, the dad, and the daughter, mm-hmm. uh, 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 the, the grandchild, yeah, Laura's yeah. grandchild, and then like like them like going after Michael, or you, you do it as a series of vignettes that is kind of like the the holdover to the next yeah. one. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like the aftermath of the first yeah, I movie thought it or would be. I thought it would be tighter and better if they just cut the mob stuff and did half of the movie at the hospital with Judy Greer and Jamie Lee Curtis and half of it with the group mm-hmm. that she's with her boyfriend and, and, like, them hunting for Michael. See, are we getting into spoilers now? Or Let's give our ratings. Okay. Uh... One and a I, half out of five. I can't give this higher than a one and a half. I hated this yeah, movie. This was, this I really was... I really disliked it. I, I wanted to be able to I I, I can maybe be convinced to bump it up to a two. It's it's dumb. And I, like I don't know. Like I can't. This movie stinks. It's piss. It's mo- the most disappointing movie of the year for me. Uh, I really dislike it a lot. I'm giving this a four out of five. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed this film. Now, uh, this is outlandish behavior. I'll <laughs> get the machete. Now, Harsh, before we execute you, um, live on air, fucking... Um... Okay, let's get the spoilers. This one is a lot more um, connected to the original than 2018. Yes, I through really flashbacks. the flashback sequences. The whole arc of Hawkins, they really give Hawkins his whole arc from... 
just the guilt that he feels from conceptually. I like it. Like, like, you're right. On paper, that's clearly you, you said there. You said it is there. Like, you said it's, as much. like it's there, but the, I, the movie doesn't. Like, it's like the movie doesn't want me to care. I don't know what it is, but there's just something about it that it's presented in such like. I just I can't agree with you, hard. Such a casual way that it's like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's it's not as impactful as the movie clearly wants it to be. Because I think that um, also the acting is the acting might be the worst in the flashbacks. Yeah. Oh come on. Dude, I mean, it's pretty bad. I know Jim Cummings gets some hate nowadays, but I like Jim Cummings, okay. and I but I just didn't like anyone. Wait, in like that. Winnie the Pooh. No, not that Jim. Oh, okay. No, but like everyone was so stilted, and it and it was like awkwardly trying to recreate the look of the seventies. And, 70s and one. it's not even that the acting in this is bad. It's just that comparing it to the first one, mm. it's a huge step down. And I, no, I'd say it's bad, but I don't even know if it's all up to the performances, but also the 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 pacing of the editing makes it all feel awkward too. I, I was thinking during the movie, I didn't know if this was shot during COVID. It wasn't. It was, no, it was no. shot beforehand, which. <laughs> Honestly, does not help the movie, the movie's case. But uh, like um, I was thinking, like, oh, did they kind of have to I, like scramble to put this together, I also, or, like over I also thought or whatever? Putting Loomis in there is such cheap fan service. He did not need to be there. He I loved it, man. Well, <laughs> it wouldn't make so much sense for him not to be there because he's there so. when that happens. I guess so. like you could have just shown maybe his body, yeah, not, not the full face. When they showed his face, I thought that was a big swing, and I was like, you know what, they like, committed to okay. it. I thought that was interesting. To its credit, I I, heard, I read they didn't use CG. That was makeup. Really? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I, I thought that I, was like a deep fake. I thought yeah. it was like they had taken footage yeah, yeah, and kind of like No, I believe that was I believe into... that was makeup. Huh. Wow. Which that's, is impressive. That's good makeup, man. Damn, Donald Pleasance looks great. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know he's Blofeld in one of the James Bond movies? Really? That was such a surprise. I don't remember which one it was, but I remember I was watching it and fucking he does the swivel around with the cat and I was like, that's fucking Loomis! Like, <laughs> sorry, off topic, but... Um, yeah, so I can't even agree. Like after the flashback and and like the opening credits started, I looked at Jordan and went, "Oh no." <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I do like the opening credits, like oh, all the pumpkins, yeah, and, like, the epic cool. choral music. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting to start off this movie right off the bat with Cameron, the I, boyfriend. From I the last hate one. that guy really? so He's much. Real bad. Exactly. Yes. I thought. Oh, are you talking about like the like the, the, act, actor? Like oh, the actor? The actor's real bad. I, I fucked with them, and I just thought it was really interesting to start off with him, the character you least expect to see. That's true. I would have bumped this movie up a whole star if he had took that kid's head off at the end. When he's walking down the steps and he's walking by his head hanging over, if he had just fucking bumped it and took his fucking head off, a whole nother star in the movie's yeah. face. That is one of my favorite kills. That's, just that's, that's almost him. this whole movie in a nutshell. Because he just goes up and like snaps his yeah. neck. And I'm kind of like, oh. Like... Like, it, it kind of, like, it, it, there's several times in this movie it almost convinces you it's going to be good. Mm. And you're kind of like, oh, oh, oh. I, like, I don't even know how to describe it for the most part because it feels like a movie with all the pieces there that just feels <laughs> off. What did, I, what did I say in the car earlier? It feels like watching a jazz band, but everyone's playing the song at a different speed. <laughs> yeah, it's everyone like, wait, has no, a different tempo. Yeah, everyone's, like, playing in different keys. It's like, no, wait, no, if you just, if you just change that, like, like no, just, that's, uh, it's, uh. A big reason why I think, like, the movie works for me is because... Yeah. Like, this wave of evil, right, is causing chaos throughout the yeah. entire town. No one knows what to do. And it, it kind of is reflected in the movie. The movie's so all over the place. It's just like, we just don't know what to do. The movie feels scrambled. And, like, it's probably not intentional, but I like that feeling of just 
not knowing where we are. This motherfucker can come out of nowhere. It's just like that constant fear coming I, back I in think every scene. The community trauma of Hatfield yeah. is not something that's explored mm. in a lot of Such Halloween a great movies. Concept. And so yeah. I think I think it works well here, but I know you guys I know. like I, I think I think that's respectable and I think what they do is commendable. It just it just doesn't land all, all the time. There's mm-hmm. uh there's the bit where uh Michael gets the 25 kill streak at the end, gets the tactical move. Oh, that was so cool. No, this is what I'm saying. That scene, I should be, like, so you could see it's shot and edited very uniquely. It's, like, all in close-ups. Yeah, it felt very, like, removed. A lot of of people would say stylistic. I thought it felt cheap. Like, there's, Mm -hmm. like, a lot of artificial zooms that all feel, First of all, this, almost every establishing shot in this movie is either zooming in or zooming out. And I loved it. And it was annoying the fucking shit out of (laughs) it. The score is just, it's either rehashes of what we heard before or nothing, like, exciting. And, like, there's a bunch of new, like, instrumentations in the the 2018 one that are, like, cool and, like, like really help, like, accent the scenes. But in this, it's... it's fine, a I couple guess. Times they, a couple know? times they use like archive footage from the original films. I was you know, like, mm. I thought what was interesting, they used footage from Halloween too, which is not technically, which is not canon, but they used it anyway. So, I'm like, that's a little, that's like, cheating. Wait a, little a minute, bit. like, that's yeah, they're, like, try, they're trying to have their cake and eat it too. Like, hold on, hold on, but I'll, you ain't I slick. Let sli- I let it slide for that. No, Why'd you let it slide? The Why'd you let any of this slide? Um, yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis doesn't do anything. Why is this movie not about Laurie Strode? To to me, like I like the first movie was about the Strode family, and this one they take a bit of a backseat. They do take the backseat, and they let the town. But they I just feel let, like I feel like you could do both. I, I mean, like a- yeah. I mean, to me, Jamie Lee Curtis in this movie has great moments with Hawkins. I love their scenes together. Sure, like and she has some really standout moments. But those to me, are some, like, of, some of the better parts of the movie are her and Hawkins. But to like, me, the movie isn't about Laurie Strode. It's about Haddonfield and how this yeah. town reacts to evil. I just I wish it was about Laurie Strode. I think I she, she is consistently the most compelling character in these movies, and I, and I think having her being the grounded protagonist. Surrounded by this colorful cast of like archetypes and and stuff like that, works as like a dynamic. The problem is when you remove her, all you like uh, to to bring up an earlier example. Imagine King of the Hill without Hank Hill. <laughs> now you're just left with the supporting players. Like they're like you're missing you're missing that linchpin that makes these character dynamics work. I will say the. The one, um, I guess, disappointment with the movie I had was that there wasn't that emotional connection, like that really grounded emotional connection you had with the first one. But like, because this movie focuses on the town, but it kind of focuses mostly on uh, Tommy Doyle and yeah. his character. But you're, he's not in the movie enough so that he's kind of like the the main character. And the main character of this movie essentially is Michael Myers. In my, I kind, in a way, yeah, he he's you're following him his his. You know, path of that would have been a more interesting movie, honestly, if it kind of doubled down on that. Just mm-hmm. make it like, like you ever read The Things? It's a no. it's a short story or a novel or something, but it's the event of the thing, but it's from the thing's perspective. Oh, so it's it's like you know it it sees itself as like a you know it's it's very like meticulous and calculating. I think a Halloween movie from Michael's perspective could be really interesting, mm-hmm. and I think it. It, this movie has like a like ten great ideas, but doesn't commit to any of them. Mm. Like if it had just picked one and and really doubled down on it, I think we could have had something great here. There's like four good movies in here. It's just it, it just again it just feels like 
too many plates in the air. Like, it's trying to juggle so much and then just kind of ends up doing nothing. It drops the plates. The plates shatter. It only becomes relevant to the overall story in the last 30 seconds when he... Uh, we were in spoilers, right? Where he unceremoniously so, kills Judy Greer. Such, I will say that I was not the biggest like, fan that of the was way so, Judy Greer like, out of nowhere yeah, and, and really, like, casual. And, like, and like, like, for a character that, like, is very important to the original and has the best yeah. scene in the, in the 2018 mm-hmm. one, she doesn't do anything in this movie and then she dies. And it's, yeah, yeah, it's kind of really thankless. And I see what they were trying to do with trying to mirror um, Michael's first kill with his sister in the same room. I, yeah, it's like, it's like the POV I, shots I and everything. the idea. And it's just not handled very well. Exactly, and I wish they took their time with the way Judy Greer died. I wish that scene was played out more, more dramatic. And I liked um, uh, Laurie Strode's voiceover of how Michael's becoming something more with each kill mm-hmm. he gets, the more powerful he gets. Kind of... You know, blurring the line of myth and like man or myth, and I, I just wish that scene was just longer. The sound mixing was off. Mm. This, this again, like I think it just comes right. down to, to the twenty eighteen one is just a lot more patient. It lets you, um, it lets you get to know these I characters would, I and would, everything. So I that would, way, when they do die, mm-hmm. it you feel something. I would say that they set up an interesting dynamic there with killing Judy Greer for Halloween ends. Yeah, but yeah. Halloween ends is a time jump later, and apparently during the pandemic, so. Oh wow! They announced that, yeah. Yay! And uh, I think that sounds I, awful. I think I think every problem I have with this movie boils to the fact that besides Judy Greer dying, it essentially ends at the same status quo from the first movie. Yeah, like really. Michael Myers, Michael Myers is on the loose. Laurie and and the daughter, like there there is like, no, besides Judy Greer being killed, and a significant portion of Had of Haddonfield's elderly. <laughs> Nothing feels like it's changed much from the end of 2018 to me. To me, I feel like just the wrath of Michael Myers just destroying this town, this town's morale, just it's just crushed and everything is just kind of just to a crumble now. If, if they kind of address that in ends and kind of make that more what they were going... I, if ends is good... I would be willing to let to see how this plays in more kind of the context of a trilogy. Just as it stands as a standalone film, it's not great. <laughs> um, and like, and it's, I, it's an even worse sequel. I think it's a big letdown uh, in, in comparison uh, to Halloween 2018. And we're talk, if we're talking like vignettes, I would be down for that idea. If the vignettes I'm seeing are good, there's that one with that old couple. That's the most awkward goddamn thing. Are you thing talking I'm... about the uh? The like the when they were playing with like the yeah the drama yeah. really, he throws it that. in he goes what the hell is that the I mean, acting is he, just so bad acting, and all the characters are just like walking towards so like the scene stupid. where like he sees the with with what the hell's her name Big John Little John I oh, love yeah. those two they were great like, he sees why does bl- Michael Myers only kill minorities in this movie <laughs> <laughs> he's he's well, like, oh what, what did I say when we were watching it I think you pointed that out and I said we killed a lot of white men in the last one so <laughs> it, this is to like balance it out but he's, they, he sees like the bloody handprint on like the door and, and then he so walks just, towards it he's like what's that like, and then they grab knives and go upstairs like it's just yeah like that's like every character in this movie they like they have big speeches about like staying together as a group and then they immediately split up <laughs> like stuff like that throughout the entire like, like movie the, across the, every the character thoughtfulness that's put into the first one like they they put in the effort to kind of like at least in most cases kind of avoid those pitfalls or at least make it feel like you understand, like why characters are making the choices they do. In this, it just feels like 
characters are making dumb choices to be killed by Michael Myers. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's just, uh... You know, I will say, yeah. maybe I just had a bit of a, um... What, like, nostalgic gaze over and, and maybe, it? And I just... And like, Seeing all the returning characters, I guess, just really filled my heart. And seeing them get brutally murdered by Michael Myers more did, did bring a smile to my face. Got, got you bricked up. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> half chub little, little half chub going on, yeah. But, um, I don't know, just the, the messiness of this movie kind of just... I respect I, that. I like, like I, I get why someone would enjoy this. I totally get that. We, we were talking about it. This is bad in a way that I don't think would be obvious to your average moviegoer. Like, if you're just, like, a normal person, just going out trying to see a scary movie, yeah, fuck yeah, like, this is this is probably going to do it for you, but I just think where it where it lapses is in is in those, like, filmmaking details mm-hmm. that just irk me personal, personally. In the lack of structure. Yeah. I totally understand where you guys are coming from. It makes sense, but to me, it just, it, something clicked, and I'm like, yes. I was, uh, listen, I, I, I like the movie with the graphic rape scene, so like, you, you don't <laughs> gotta justify you. you I was really, uh, and I was really disappointed by that because, like, I I saw, you know, I saw that it was Rotten on Rotten Tomatoes, and that didn't really deter me because nah, most, like, most horror, horror, film, like, most yeah, horror films, I was like, yeah, you know what, I'm going into this with an I, open mind, and I really hated it. I was it. surprised by how much I did not like this yeah. movie. Like, it really, it caught me off guard. <laughs> yeah, it did for me, too. Yeah, uh, one and a half out of five. Yeah, yeah, one and a half. Four out of five. Yeah. And I will definitely be seeing this again in the in the theaters, just for the hell of it. Godspeed. <laughs> Have fun. Oh, oh I will. Yeah. Oh, you, you know he will. You it, know he it, will. It made a lot of money, so. Oh, yeah. And I am more than excited to see how this iteration of Michael Myers will conclude. I'm interested in how Yeah, I'm, I'm certainly intrigued. Yeah, I think... I think they got something special planned, and I'm just I'm excited to see how this wraps up. Michael Myers gets COVID. <laughs> well, he's already wearing the mask, so he's he's good, you know. I guess that's the show then. That's yeah, we pretty much. I will say Michael Myers looks awesome with the burn. The, the, the burn mask. Oh, cool. we forgot to the my favorite kill scene was actually the the fire coming out of the fire. Oh yeah, yeah that's to me that was like yeah, right. everything with Michael Myers himself is not bad. Like, he is still very cool and very threatening. I feel like it's it's hard to... to well, it's not that hard. Obviously, they've done it before. But it's kind of hard to get that character wrong. You know what I mean? In, in, like, in like, a surface, like, entertainment level. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think some of the thematic understanding of him is a little dubious in this film. But, but in terms of just watching him just wreck shop... Yeah. Sure. Good shit. So, that's a review of the shitty-ass... Halloween hey. Kills. And The Last Duel. And the a last good movie that you all should have seen. Instead of Halloween Kills. <laughs> You're going to make Ridley Scott cry. Harsh, thank you for joining yeah, us. Always a pleasure to be on the show. Uh, I'm absolutely. Happy to be oh, I'm, sh- I'm sure this will not be the last one. <laughs> I hope it's not. Plug away. Where, where, where. <laughs> well, I don't know. You didn't give it a four. We might have to, we might have to review the uh, with the committee. See see where you stand with them now. Um, uh, well, I gave the original Halloween a three. <laughs> well, you also have the computer we record on, so yeah, good point. We're uh, full of hot takes on this. We, on this we really are. That's 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 what the beauty of podcasting is. <laughs> hot takes, baby. <laughs> Uh, Harsh, plug away. Where can the people find you? You can find me in my hot takes on Letterboxd at uh, Harsh Chaswell, and I think on Instagram, same thing. Roast him about his MCU ranking on Letterboxd. (laughs) 
Man's got Guardians of the Galaxy in last place. I'm going to give him the people's elbow after they <laughs> cut the feed. If, if you guys like the podcast, you can follow it on Twitter and Instagram at Cinema Shakedown. And you can follow me personally on Twitter and Letterboxd at Kyle Craigbaum. That's K-R-I-E-G-H-B-A-U-M. The way you said Letterboxd. You can follow me on Twitter and Letterboxd. At, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the underscore Fatman99 and on Letterboxd at my name, Jordan Dennis. Kyle, why don't you tell the people what we're talking about next week? Next week, we are talking about two new releases by two very big directors, very prolific directors. There's like this little indie movie about Spice or something like that coming out, something with Tom Holland or something. But The French Dispatch uh, <laughs> yeah. from Wes Anderson is coming out. A movie that I've, uh, a director I uh, notoriously love, you know, every movie he's, he's ever made. You know, I'm really excited for this, for this movie that's just generating so much buzz that everyone's talking about and everyone seems to like. So anyway, we're talking about Dune next week. You fucking don't. Shout out Zendaya. Shout, Shout out Zendaya. <laughs> Shout out Javier Bardem. By my favorite current current working director, Denis Villeneuve. Yeah. Um, and we're also talking about the French Dispatch by Wes Anderson. Is that man. happening wide this weekend? Yeah, I think so. Oh. I think so. We're gonna put an asterisk next to French Dispatch. We'll talk. But we'll definitely be talking about Dune. And also the eighties. We're Dune. gonna be watching David Lynch's Dune. Oh wow! Uh, but before nice. then, we're gonna so. be talking about both. Dunes. I, I've never seen it. Yeah, so. both Dunes and maybe French and Dispatch. maybe French Dispatch, and we can do it. Sorry, we didn't talk about Lamb a few episodes ago. I think we said we were going to, and then just no, didn't. No, no, did I we mention that we, we didn't did. see it? Okay, yeah. I, I was thinking I was like last ep- not, last we, episode we mentioned that right, cool, we cool, couldn't cool, get cool. to it. Cool, cool. Well, yeah, that's the show then. Harsh, thanks again for being here. And uh, see you guys later. Hee <laughs> hee.